0: You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv.
1: It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Tim McMaster here along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter, Brian Hoke. Spring training games underway down in Tampa and around the Grapefruit League. And Brian's book is going to be available, already available for pre-order, Baby Bombers, but it's going to be really available uh, in a few days. So we'll talk about that first, Brian. And speaking of Baby Bombers, uh, Miguel Andujar, not in
0: the book, I don't think, right? He he is in the book, in he, the very back. Uh, <laughs> came up last year, uh, made a really good first impression when he was with the team in Chicago, but no, uh, the bulk of the book was on Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez and, and the guys you saw a lot of in 2017, but man, Andujar is having a heck of a spring here. He hit two homers here today. Uh, I'm in Clearwater. Um, that gives him four for, for the spring, and he is really uh, making a bid here. He's saying he's not going to go away quietly and let Brandon Drury be the opening day third baseman. And Anduhar really wants to hit his way to New York, and i uh, got a long way to go, but he looks really good so far.
1: Second edition of the book gets a full chapter of Miguel Andujar at this rate, if this continues. <laughs> uh, we will see. We will see. So a great start for him, obviously. That's good to see. Um, you have a feature on the website about Sonny Gray and, and really his excitement to be a Yankee, but also the fact that last year was just obviously a wild run and getting traded at the deadline from a last-place team to a contender and, and moving across the country and just the the happiness to be kind of settled now. It, it was interesting to hear, and, and he seems like he's in a really good place in pinstripes.
0: He does. I, I think that that has to be tough for anybody, and, and I think a lot of us forget about – the stuff that happens off the field with a player like that. But these are guys who have wives, they have children. I mean, there's families, they have a house. Uh, how do you pack everything up and just move your life 3000 miles away to a city you've never really lived in before. And, and you know, probably only played a couple games in New York uh, over the course of his career. Um, it, it was really a, an adjustment for Sonny Gray. And he handled it pretty well. All things considered, you know, we were talking about going through his game log and, Really, you take out two starts in September for him, and the 11 during the regular season were pretty good. Nine out of the 11 were, and he pitched okay in the postseason. His first start he would have liked to have done better, but the second time out against the Astros, I, I think he he was pretty satisfied with that, would have liked to go a little deeper. But I think uh, having a full spring training to get to know his teammates and get to know What's going on with the team? I mean, he's never had a Florida spring training before uh, because the athletics were always out in Arizona. So a lot of different adjustments happening for Sonny Gray, but I think that going north with the team, um, knowing a little bit about what New York is all about, uh, really getting used to that, I think that's going to really help him for, for 2018 and beyond.
1: Miguel Andujar has four home runs, as we've said. Uh, uh, Giancarlo Stanton, Aaron Judge, zero home runs so far. They were in the lineup finally together. They kind of eased Aaron Judge into things, and, and Stanton got a few starts first. Um, But finally they're in the lineup together and everybody's ready for those back-to-back home runs and who steals the show, but the other guy, Gary Sanchez, who just hit a rocket in that game. Um, And it just kind of goes to show what American league pitchers have to fear this season, right? You get through Stanton, you get through judge, and then Sanchez hits one 400 and something feet.
0: Yeah. And you don't know exactly what the lineup's going to look like. I think Aaron Boone's still going to play with that a little bit, but I remember, I mean that was yesterday. I was talking to Brett Gardner at his locker, and we were just saying, I, I can't imagine being a pitcher and having to look at that lineup the way that Daniel Norris did of the Tigers yesterday. And all right, so you get Brett Gardner to hit a fly ball to center field, you got one out, and you get Aaron Judge to strike out two outs. Now you got to face Stanton, and he singles to right field, and now you've got Sanchez coming up, and he hits one over the scoreboard. And, and all of a sudden, two runs are on the board. And it's like there, there's not a whole lot of let-up, and we haven't even gotten to Greg Bird, Dede Gregorius, and the rest of the guys in that lineup. So I, I, they're going to score a ton of runs this year if they stay healthy. Um, I, I don't think that moving guys around the bases is going to be their problem. Uh, the question, I think, is how much are they going to pitch, how well are they going to pitch. But as far as hitting the ball hard and – and knocking it over the wall, I I really do believe the Yankees are going to do a ton of that this year and it should be fun to watch.
1: Another guy that was doing a little bit of that this week is not going to be in a Yankees uniform for much longer but that is Russell Wilson, of course, the quarterback, the Super Bowl champion quarterback for the Seahawks, but the Yankees making the trade for him, bringing him into spring training for a couple of days. He actually looked pretty good in the infield, taking some grounders, and he hit some bombs out of the cage without a lot of warm-up either. Um, he looked pretty comfortable as a Yankee, and it sounded like he's always kind of, I mean, he's obviously drafted by other teams, but, but he always wanted to put on those pinstripes, so it was a dream come true.
0: Yeah, I mean, he has been the happiest guy in camp, and I think the Yankees are are very pleased that they rolled the dice and brought him in. I think he's been a positive influence on their players, and I've seen just kind of a a few snapshots of him, you know, kind of sidling up to players. And the Yankees are excited to have a guy of his caliber here too to bounce things off and find out how it's done in the NFL and what's that like. And how can they apply that to their game? But you know, I, I was coming through the clubhouse the other day and I saw Russell Wilson, Greg Bird, and, and Brett Gardner all just kind of huddled in a corner talking about something. And uh, you, you kind of want to walk into that conversation and just find out what's, what's going on over there and eavesdrop on it. Obviously I didn't, but uh, you're curious to know what these guys are doing because they're, they're obviously at the top or near the top of their professions and what lessons can they share. And so – Wilson is a pure athlete. I've been very impressed with how pure his stroke looks and I know he's just hitting 50 miles an hour BP down the middle but he's crushing it. I mean, This is a guy who obviously did it at a pretty high level. Uh, There's a reason that the Colorado Rockies drafted him and he made it in their minor league system. I think the curveball turned out to be his problem and you're not seeing a whole lot of those uh, being snapped off in BP but um, this is a guy. He's got nice soft hands at second base Uh, obviously there's an athlete there and You know, who knows? Maybe after his NFL days are done, maybe he wants to give it a whirl and and come back to baseball. I think that uh, I I was here when Billy Crystal got in at bat, and that was in 2008, and I can tell you Russell Wilson is a heck of a better athlete (laughs) than 60-year-old Billy Crystal was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would say so. Uh, Before we get to the book, one other thing. Brian Cashman said this week that in his mind, they're not going to pursue any of the other free agent starters. Is that definite or is there still kind of a, you know what, those guys are still out there and maybe the numbers continue to drop a little bit. Where, Where do they really stand with that?
0: You never say never, especially with this team. I think that uh, any any team that can go out and trade for Giancarlo Stanton can go out and grab one of these starting pitchers that are still out there. So I think uh, that remains in play, and I, I think it's a malleable situation for them, especially if, look, you're going to have starting pitcher injuries. And, you know, Very few teams are going to get through a season with ten starting pitchers, let alone five, so um if they have an opportunity to add to the depth i could definitely see them doing that the question has just been how can they fit it in and still stay under the tax threshold which Hal Steinbrenner is adamant that he wants to do and so i think if the numbers add up and they can get one of these guys on a one-year pillow contract something that works to the yankees advantage um i, I think they're going to do it so i i wouldn't rule anything out at this point but cashman said this week nothing's hot nothing is imminent so uh well, stay tuned, I guess, but uh, it wouldn't surprise me at all if the Yankees grabbed one of those guys.
1: Okay, Baby Bombers is the book. March 6th, I think, is the official release date. Is that right?
0: You are correct. Yeah, March 6th is coming out. should be uh, available in stores, online, anywhere you buy books, all that.
1: How exciting is this for you?
0: It's, it's very exciting for me. I, I think that, obviously, uh, Tim, you're familiar with my work. Uh, hopefully a lot of the listeners are. Um I've done a lot of writing online. It's a completely different animal to to take on a book and and you sit there. And if you think about most of my stories are 500 to 700 words, and then you sit down and think, all right, how am I going to write a hundred thousand word book?
1: Um,
0: It's a daunting task. So, uh, but it was, it was really fun to get to go in depth and more so than uh, in some of my past stories. I feel like, you know, you're, you're on deadline. You're trying to hammer it out. The Yankees had a walk off home run, you know, you try to get it done as quickly as you can having the entire off season to sit there and kind of really explore how the Derek Jeter Yankees became the Aaron judge Yankees and go back in time a little bit and tell that story and paint that word picture, I guess. And um, talk to a lot of the people within the organization who made that happen and really go in depth because I was there in real time. I saw it happen. You know, I remember when the Yankees traded for DD Gregorius, for example, but, uh, now, knowing what Didi became, you know, to go back in and say, how did you know that this guy was going to be the right fit to take over at shortstop, to, to come in after a legend? Uh, how did you know that Aaron Judge was going to transition into what he became and, and the luck that it took, you know? How did you know seeing Gary Sanchez and Luis Severino down in the Dominican Republic? How did you project what, he, what they were going to become together? Greg Bird, same idea in high school. And, and I was able to do that with all the scouts and the decision makers, the executives in the front office. They were all very generous with their time. Uh, and it was, it was really cool to kind of go deeper into all of their backstories and, and tell the story of how, the Yankees were able to really rebuild on the fly, and it was almost like nobody noticed. Um, I, I know that they, they missed the playoffs a few years, but this transition back into a, a powerhouse happened a whole lot faster than anybody could have anticipated, and it didn't happen by accident. So that's really the story that uh, I was able to tell in that book, and hopefully uh, the readers really enjoy it. and they, uh, it, it really uh, Everybody comes away with a few nuggets that maybe you didn't know already.
1: So obviously the background of how these guys came to be Yankees with the information from the scouts and and front office—that's all tremendous stuff. But a big part of this, right, is is actually 2017. These guys became stars. How does the, what's the breakdown in the book as as far as the building of it and and then it happening last year?
0: Well, I'm glad you said that because it's obviously a huge part of the book. And 2017 was such a special season. You know, we we go back and you know people probably forget this but the yankees weren't thought to do a whole lot last year it was it was going to be a rebuilding season Some people were even saying they were going to be under 500 and we explore all of that. And Aaron Judge having to come in in spring training and win a job. Gary Sanchez, there were some questions about could he repeat what he did at the end of 2016, which was phenomenal and historic. Luis Severino working out with Pedro Martinez in Dominican and proving to people that, no, he shouldn't be a reliever. He's going to be a starter. And not only that, he's going to be the Yankees' best starter. Uh, Greg Bird had a phenomenal spring, got hurt. Uh, came back in September and October had some of the Yankees biggest hits of the postseason. So all all that stuff is covered in the book. And uh, there's a lot of other characters who pop up along the way and uh, all your fan favorites. It really does tell the story of the, uh, the 2017 Yankees. I think Uh, I was writing along with them every day. I was, I was there almost every day with the team. I, I hope it captured a lot of what was going on in the clubhouse, what was going on in the field. And, um, you know, it takes readers behind the scenes to really feel like they experienced what I was able to experience, which was a really cool ride. It was really cool to watch these guys develop ahead of schedule and, and become stars on the big league level. And I think that uh, they're primed to do even greater things in the future, and it's, it's really uh, fun to be a part of.
1: Awesome. I look forward to reading it. Baby Bombers from Brian Hoke. Definitely check it out uh, wherever you get your reading materials. Thanks a lot, Brian.
0: You got it, Tim. Thank you.
1: This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next time.